Welcome back to Elevate Inspiration for Sunday School. This week, we're going to be talking about Feast with Wisdom. Actually, um, I like this picture here because it kind of shows you a banquet there that is set aside. In this lesson, we're going to talk about two individuals. There is Lady Wisdom and Lady Folly. They're actually two evil opponents. Correction. They are actually two different opponents, whereas Lady Folly is an evil opponent to Lady Wisdom. So the two of them are side by, have a side-by-side -side conflict here in Proverbs. And actually, this is our last chapter in Proverbs. Um, if you continue on after chapter 9, you'll see a comparison of these two individuals. And it's going to, it's, and, and it's more like of a small little quote is given to you, like nugget of information. But here, we're going to notice how these two individuals are opponents. First, we start out with choices. Think about this. What choice do you like? Do you like a dog or a cat? Or do you like coffee or tea? appetizer or desserts? Do you like to rise up early or stay up late? Do you like spring or autumn? Berber or salad? Do you like a vacation on the beach or a vacation in the mountain? So life, as you notice, life is full of choices. Some are merely matters of personal taste, while others influence the very course of life. And what we're going to be looking at today is life choices. So the first um, outline is wisdom home. And I want you to focus on this right here. First, you see the preparation of Lady Wisdom. She built her house. It's hewed out by seven pillars. Now that word seven means complete. There's stability there. It, her house is finished. And then notice here at the end, there's a feast set up. She kills her beast. She has meagle wine. She also has furnished her table. So there's a feast set up there. And then now she sends that invitation. She sends forth out her maidens and they cry unto the high places. Whoso is simple. Now that term simple does not mean anything ugly. But what it means is that the simple minded individual, um, when you think about simple, you think about a person that is that that is a novice or someone that is young, someone that needs information. And that's who she's seeking um, for him that warneth understanding. She says to him, come eat of my bread, drink of my wine, which I have mingled. Forsake the foolish and live and go in the way of understanding. And now she has a set of accepting instructions. This is important here because if you notice, I highlighted verse 9. Give instruction to a wise man and he will be yet wiser. Teach a, young, a just man and he will increase in learning. So that is so different from a, a scorner, a scorner, correction, scorner, because a scorner hates to be rebuked. They don't want to understand. They don't want to learn. And then there's that word again, the fear of the Lord. And when we talked about this is the beginning of wisdom. So once you reverence the Lord, that's the beginning of wisdom. Now let's compare the folly. All right. Verse 13. A foolish woman is clamorous. She is simple, 
and knoweth nothing. Now that word clamorous is loud. She speak, um, uh, she's noisy. She speaks really loud because she's trying to get your attention. And notice her house, for she sitteth at the door of her house on the sea of the high places of the city. So just like the wisdom house is, is in a high place, it is a place of elevation. You can actually see it. Um, it's a place of, of, of where, when you think about the high place, you think of the capital. You think of, of, of the, in, in, certain, in certain forces of a city, especially here in, in lower Alabama, um, we have a, a courthouse that's in the, um, this, the county seat or uh, that city has accepted that. And then the temptation. She calls her passengers who go right on their way whoso is simple let them turn in hither and as for for him that warneth understanding she says to them now, now like this now highlighted verse 17 notice stolen waters are sweet bread eaten in secret is pleasant so basically what she's saying here is that she doesn't even go out and work for her water she doesn't work for her bread she says stolen waters are sweet that means she has she actually have stolen the things that she's actually have built her feast around it's not hers so she actually have not even labor for this she has actually gotten this without any labor and then verse 18 departing gift but he knoweth not that the dead are there and that her guests are in the depths of hell that's self-explanatory. That is what's happened when you entertain at the Father's house. So I have this question for you. What is one specific lifestyle change you can make to reduce the noise that interferes with you hearing wisdom call? Remember we talked about later folly? how clamorous, how noisy she is, and the noise that is around us, you all. We need to reduce the noise so we can actually hear wisdom speak. Think about when Elijah um, was being sought after by Jezebel. He got depressed and he ran up into the mountain and God prepared a place for him and took him there in the mountain. And all of the noise around him it says the storm came, the lightning struck, and God was not there. And there was, eventually there was a still, quiet voice that spoke to him. Wisdom. Wisdom is, is, is you have to be in a quiet place. You have to be peace at yourself to hear the call of wisdom. So, we end with this. Two choices. If anyone was growing up in the 50s and 60s, I remember growing up here, there was not that many breakfast cereals um, that was available. Our choices were very limited. And you didn't have that much um, uh, choices. But today, if you actually go into the grocery store, there's whole aisles dedicated to cereal. And truly, we live in a world with an abundance of choices and a variety of area. So however, as today's lesson from Proverbs has pointed out, 
the essentials of life and eternal comes down to only two choices. You have two choices to make. There are two houses staying. One will fall. There are two meals are offered, but one is poisoned. There's two hosts extending invitation, but one is deceptive. It is up to each individual to decide which house to enter, which meal to eat, which invitation to accept. And I want to propose to you today to choose wisely. So what choice will you make as regards to walking in the spirit or walking in the flesh? As to whether you seek wisdom for your life from the Bible or from the world. In reference to where you expect to spend eternity. Only two choices. Don't think there's more than two, but only two choices that you have. And the thought to remember is the path of folly is not a lifestyle. It is a death style.